Hello, welcome to Property Nomad. We are back today with Mark Champ of Wharf Financial. Mark, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on again. No problem at all. Uh, just for caveat, uh, for those that listened to the last episode or so, recording this just before I, I flew out to Mexico, but to, by the time you listen to this, I will be in uh, Mexico. So we're doing some recordings there for the next couple of months. Uh, Mark, we're just saying quickly off there, um, you were mentioning that the last few weeks, uh, you have found from not just from uh, war financial point of view, but from speaking to other financial institutions, lenders, etc. You describe uh, describe things as being somewhat difficult. Uh, can you just elaborate on on that a little bit? Just give people an idea of what's been going on recently. Yeah, it has been difficult, um, and August is always a, a weird month because. There's a lot of holidays um, and we, we deal a lot with the Orthodox Jewish community and it, it appears that they, they take most of August off. They do their, their two week break, a lot of them. So it is a strange time, but we've just seen so many deals that are difficult. So usually when you get a difficult deal, you can speak to the lender and you can you know, tell them about the mitigating circumstances, et cetera, et cetera, and how we uh, we we should be overlooking certain things so that we can get a deal through and it's still, you know, responsibly, um, responsible lending, all that sort of stuff. But at the moment, there is no, no flexibility and the parameters have come in. Uh, I was just doing a, a loan with somebody, a bridging loan, and not only did the, the lender take a week to come back to me, but the, the bridging loan was at 70% loan to value, uh, commercial asset, um, customers just bridging before they um, do a, a, a conversion of the uppers into residential. And we, we'd been 70% all the way along, no questions asked. And then now the valuation's back and we're just waiting for the full offer to come back in. They said, oh, actually, we're only going to do 60 because the planning application isn't actually in with the planning office. And I'm like, well, they're, they're going to do it. Whether anybody can put a planning application in, so it's neither here nor there, whether there's a planning application. I would understand if the stipulation were we've got to have a planning approval but just to have a planning application in, you know, we, we could do that. That's that's no, no problem. And it's just so the customer gets drawn back to 60% from 70% and means they've got to now find another £30,000. And it's it's like, why do that? It's just, and these are the sorts of things I'm seeing the lenders do. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples, but we've seen um, value is down value, everything, literally everything at the moment. Everything's coming up. We had one that was 20% down. Um, we had another that, that came in like on the rental figure. So it made the deal not work. And to actually get a deal from start to finish over the line is it, very tough to do in this, this market because you've got stress test problems. You've got uh, GDV problems. So the actual values of the property you've got extra criteria that the lenders have put in you've got lower loan to value so therefore higher deposits and it is it's really tricky it is uh it's very tricky but like i've said all the way along where it is tricky that's where the good people make their money um 
there's opportunities and there will be more. So yeah, so that's that's a little rant about how uh, difficult everything is. But yeah, it's, you you asked the question, so you got the answer. No, it's just true. This is the the joy of being a podcast host. You get to ask these questions and just sit and listen for the answers. I think that's a really interesting aspect um, that you raise uh, to say that obviously there's always going to be opportunity and it's in these challenging circumstances where good brokers, obviously, like yourself, uh, will be able to rise to the top purely because you're going to be able to navigate, work with your clients and just have that level of communication where if when stuff gets done, thumbs up, win-win for everyone. If something doesn't get done, from what I'm hearing, and obviously we've worked with you before, it's, it's, not, it's not really a case of a uh, broker has messed up. It's always what well, actually the lender X, Y, and Z, this has happened. And yeah, from my understanding, when you when it's phrased like that and it's the lenders playing around per se, then just having that communication between yourself and client, that puts everyone in in a good light, if, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm now waffling, but hopefully that, that makes a bit of sense. No, it does. It does make sense. And you, you can often find a a little quirk in a lender's criteria where you can argue the case if they they come up with something. Um, and it, it really it really can make a difference. And we, we've got a transaction we're looking at at the moment, and there was just a little quirk in the lender's terminology and it was all it was all to do with being a first time landlord and we we found that little quirk and we pointed it out to them and anyway they're they're hopefully going to do the transaction for us now um but they they don't often like to be proved that yeah they're wrong but anyway um, no no of course not i think um since we last recorded i think we both mentioned that we thought the bank thing the rate would go up uh, and it, mm-hmm. it did do it has done to 5.25%. Uh, you mentioned as well that August normally is a bit quiet in, in terms of property, which we've, we've found RN as well. Uh, Q4, September, October, you know, so forth. I think we're going to start getting to the stage now where the, the fee season is going to hit the fan big time. This might be why we're seeing maybe some down valuations, people just becoming very cautious and there's a multitude of reasons we've covered before um, but I would say an extra reason on top of that is um, Evergrande or Evergrande however you want to call them they filed for bankruptcy uh, massive Chinese firm uh, retail firm sorry house building firm and also I think it's Country Garden who might be on the risk of default now these are multi-billion property companies and if that's happening in China this might have a ripple effect worldwide, which could hit our shores sooner rather than later. Maybe that is why you're seeing, when you're dealing with your clients, a more caution now than maybe three or four months ago. Yeah, potentially. Um, I think the caution it has been coming. And if you think back to, I don't know how long ago it was, but we were just talking about what we thought would happen. And I remember doing an episode with you and we were, I think we predicted that rates would go up to something like 5%. Uh, and this was after COVID, we were saying this. So it was a little while back. And now they're at that level that we suggested they would be. It's People are getting a bit nervous, but this was always coming. 
And I don't I don't see why their people are, are nervous. I can understand that transactions don't work as well. Um, if you if you've not saved up, it's not as easy. But do you know what? That's not such a bad thing. I think there was too the money was too cheap and it was it was a, a full sense of security for yeah. for a lot of people. So I think the the rates are, are actually at a level where they probably should be to um, ensure that you actually have to have a good amount of skin in the game to be able to make money. Because when, when you're not putting it in and you're borrowing from an investor and then you're borrowing at 80% loan to value as well on a really cheap rate, it's, it's too easy and it shouldn't be that easy to do it. Um, it needs to be a bit more difficult and you need to have a bit more skin in the game. And I think that's where we're at at the moment. And I think the interest rates and where where they sit is where they potentially should be. And, you know, they're, they're not far off where the, the average is in the, you know, throughout time. So, Yeah, it's, I, think the, I think the average is about 5% since 1694, which is a year of well, the Bank of England was born. I say that very loosely. So that's Did you know the, uh, the Bank of England was started by a Scottish person and the Bank of Scotland was started by an English person? I didn't know that. Oh, no, well, yes. the property nomads, we are learning something new every day. That's <laughs> fascinating. I did not know yes. that. So, so, and I think the other thing that we pointed on before, and again, this is probably going to stand the test of time, is we said when rates would increase, that the knock-on effect isn't felt straight away, that the effects will take 12 to 18 months to filter through the economy. And as far as I'm concerned, we're starting to see that now and this will continue into 2024 if we're unlucky that might carry on to the start of 2025 and all of that doom and gloom and it'll probably be the same in september it could get worse all of that being said um there are some substantial potential changes to uh planning application uh planning applications the prices that you pay but also um they're looking uh, to change a lot of the planning rules and regulations when it comes to commercial buildings and i'm sure moving forward you're probably quite excited about that because that probably equals a quite a new lot of business for you um possibly next year yeah so we we hosted an event in brentwood on uh when was it wednesday night and we had somebody who specializes in commercial conversions um present so that was very interesting and there, there is definitely scope and more of an opportunity appears to to do these sorts of things and they were talking about, you know, there's, I don't know how many thousands of unoccupied commercial premises in the, the UK, but it is difficult to do and it is risky still. It, even if you, you know, the planning permission regulations are um, loosened up, you've, you've still got to make a profit and you still got to know what you're doing. You know, I, I, I literally just had a call before we came on from a guy who wanted to do a um a conversion type project and he'd he'd used our development finance tool and it, he didn't have a clue what the figures meant and i i had to talk it talk through it with him I'd just go through each line by line and say this is going to cost about this much and then this will cost this much and then he he said well i'm not going to make much profit then am i 
And I was like, well, no, you're not going to make much profit. And he's ready to put an offer in on a property. And it's like, how can this be the case that people are putting offers in and moving forward when they don't have the experience? And I know you can only get the experience by doing things, but actually learning and I asked him, I said, have you done this sort of thing before? He's like, yeah, yeah, I've done it before. I was like, how have you done it before if you don't understand these wow. fundamental wow. figures? And then another question, can I do it on a buy-to-let? No, you can't. You can't do a conversion on a buy-to-let. You'll be breaching the terms of your buy-to-let and you you only get the money to be able to buy the property. You won't get the cost, the uh, funds to fund the works as well. So... No, you can't. He was like amazed. I can't just do it on a buy to let. No, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm lost for words on that. I, all, all I can, all I can do on that is say that is why I always speak to a broker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, in, in, that amazes me. Uh, Mark, you mentioned there your development, uh, the development finance tool. Uh, we'll caveat yes. and say we do have the link in the show notes. So for people that are looking for development finance, please do. Have a look at the show notes on podcast. Yeah. If you're watching this on and YouTube, it, look in the link below. I should say, after our last um, talk we had on here, there was a few of your listeners who actually used it and got in contact via using the tool. Fantastic. So they found it really useful. And, you know, we're seeing such high volume on it. It's It's gone a bit crazy. People are using it to... I suppose get ahead and make sure the numbers do work and it's it's such a easy system to use and again we, we had a run through on Wednesday night showing a room of 50 people and they were all just amazed by how quickly you can get terms for development finance and it also does bridging finance now so um so yeah it's a very good thing well it might be an idea to um as I said links in the show notes for people listening what it might do Mark, at some point in the next couple of months is, um, and I appreciate for podcast listeners, this might not be ideal, is maybe we could record a quick five, 10 minute video, plot that onto YouTube, and then that way yeah, sure. people can see it as well. But no, I'm glad that people are taking action and uh, thanks mm. for you for supplying the link. We put we put it in the front of every uh, single set of show notes now moving forwards. Um, and Mark, I think that's, that's everything I've got this end. Um, next time you speak to me, I might be a married man, i.e. my testicles might be in a jar, jar on the shelf somewhere, yeah. um, and I might be allowed to podcast. Uh, I'll have to speak to the chief first. Um, yes. But, yeah, we'll have a chat for Mexico, and let's keep an eye out what, what goes on. I think Q4 is going to be quite dangerous, but then again, you know me, I'm a bit doom and gloom, but even a broken clock is right twice a day. It sure is, and I, I think you you may be right. I think it's very important when people are looking at funding to check who the broker is, mm -hmm. check who the lender is and where their funding is coming from. Because yeah, you don't want to be uh, with a lender who loses their funding and can't fund your deal anymore. No, 100%. Well, Mark, thanks again for your time. Um, wonderful stuff. We'll catch no up again in a few weeks. Thanks for listening to Property Nomads. To help the podcast even more, please do head over to patreon.com forward slash property nomads. That's patreon.com forward slash property nomads.